Welcome to the Cardinal Sports Podcast. I'm Cole Wozniak, and today we'll be talking about the Wisconsin football team and their upcoming matchup against the Northwestern Wildcats with Justin Alpert, Wisconsin football beat writer and co-host. Thanks for tuning in. The Badger football team is hosting Northwestern Wildcats this weekend. Here at Camp Randall, the kickoff is at 11 a.m., but first we're going to talk about last week's game against Rutgers in Piscataway, New Jersey. We have Cole Wozniak here and Justin Alpert. We're both football beat writers. Justin, how are you doing? We're good. How are you? I'm doing great. So this last weekend, the Badgers faced off against Rutgers. Um, Going into the game, Rutgers isn't a terrible team this year, but going into the game, there were just some um, expectations that Wisconsin should um, win this game. We both had talked about on a previous podcast how we thought that Wisconsin was going to win. What were your first thoughts from the win? Well, going in, Rutgers had a very average offense. They were middle of the pack in the Big Ten in pretty much every category, and the Wisconsin defense made them look anything but competent. They were they struggled to move the ball all day. Um, their quarterback Noah Vidral, he eight one yards, two interceptions, eight for sixteen. He was ineffective throughout the game. Um, the Rutgers rushing attack was as good as anybody's run the ball in Wisconsin all season for the most part. They had 95 yards, but only 3.2 yards of carry. So they were sort of just rushing the ball because of how ineffective the passing game was. But overall, it was just another dominant performance by the Wisconsin defense. And the big story is Graham Mertz putting together a very nice afternoon in a season where he's had very few of those. Yeah, Graham Mertz finished with over um, 10 of 16, I believe, for over 240 yards, um, three touchdowns. He did toss an interception early in the game, but um, he definitely found himself in more of a rhythm as the game went on. Um, yeah, he was impressive. Um, it was definitely one of the best games he had in the Badgers uniform outside of the win last year um, during COVID, so there were no fans, but he had thrown five touchdowns. Everybody was talking about, oh, Graham Mertz. You know, if you're one completion, five touchdowns, this guy should be on a Heisman talk. It kind of um, met the expectations that most people have talked about him as a player coming to the program. But um, since then, he until this point, he had really struggled in the passing game, finding consistency. He'd been really turnover prone. Um, it had definitely been the biggest part of the Badgers' struggles this year with their strengths on offense and in the rushing attack. But Grant Mertz had just been inconsistent all season. But against Rutgers, it was not like that at all. He was kind of – Got really involved in the passing game. Kendrick Pryor had a ton of yards, touchdown catch. Danny Davis had that 72-yard um, screen pass that he took for a touchdown. So they were really able to get the passing game um, involved, more productive this week. Um, any other thoughts on Graham? Um, not on Graham, but on the wide receivers. I thought they did a great job of getting them the ball in space. And the Danny Davis screen pass was a great example of that. Just – He's a great athlete. You can see his speed in that play. Just get him the ball, and good things will happen. Because we've seen from Mertz, when he holds on to the ball too long, he gets into trouble in the pocket, and that's when turnovers happen. So just quick passes and get him to your athletes and let them move the ball after the catch. And Davis did a phenomenal job of that, and so did Pryor throughout the game. And another thing, um, DK, the wide receiver, he typically when he has a decent afternoon, the team does well on offense. I think he's the – important third receiver when the first two guys aren't necessarily getting open or Mertz isn't finding them. DK has been there. He had 55 yards on three catches and to go back to the Michigan game. He was the catalyst in Mertz's big drive at the end of the first half. 
So I think he can be a big key going forward in games where the passing attack has to be on its game. Yeah, he's able to get um, just separation really quickly from when he's as that slot receiver. He can really juke guys out and get inside and things like that. So I agree with you that he's really talented. Um, yeah, once these seniors um, in prior and Davis are gone, I think he's going to be definitely be their number one option going forward. Um, moving on to the rushing attack for Wisconsin, it was still another big day. Braylon Allen over 100 yards for the fifth straight time, first Badger freshman to do that since 2001. And Anthony Davis, what were your thoughts of the rushing game? It was more of the same. Um, similar yardage totals from Allen and Chesbalusi, as we've seen in this winning streak. Um, I'm very intrigued going forward who they give the most carries to now that Chesbalusi is out for the season. Um, we saw Julius Davis get involved. We saw Jackson Ecker get involved um, and some other guys getting carries too. I think it'll be a team-wide effort to to distribute the carries so Braylon Allen isn't carrying the ball 30 times a game because as good as he's been, he is 17 years old and you want to keep some energy in him for the rest of the season and beyond. Yeah, he's been impressive for sure. Um he reminds me so much of Jonathan Taylor in that he's a bigger back, but also still able to make those explosive case he carry, or explosive plays. He had 15 carries for 129 yards, 8.6 average, and a touchdown. Um, he's averaging over seven yards a carry in the since um, he started getting an increased role earlier in the season, just before this winning streak started. And then, yeah, Chesmalusi out for the season with a leg injury. Um, Paul Chris said today that he was also going to be out. Um, potentially for next year's spring camp. So obviously a severe injury. Um, I agree that I think um, they'll have to still find a committee of backs to do that. They're really thin at the position with um, some of the transfers that they've had with um, Jalen Berger, former four-star running back who had been impressive early in the year, but um, he's obviously left the program at this point. And then early in the season two, they had some running backs that they had suspended and one who left the program. Um, so, yeah, they're really thin at the position. Julius Davis, I think, is a similar kind of back to Ches Malucci. He's a little bit thinner and a little more quick-footed. And I think that he'll probably step up in that Ches role. But it'll definitely be an um, issue for them moving forward, managing those carries with um, so many limited options at the position. Um, moving over to the defensive performance, what really stood out to you? Um you could say it's every week, but Jack Sanborn was phenomenal as always. And same thing for Leo Chanel. Um, they've, they're really the cornerstones of this front seven and defense as a whole. Um, they're really, they really, they, the rushing defense got beat up a bit more than we've seen during this winning streak, but they were still very effective throughout the game when they needed to be. Um, as seen by Rutgers only getting three points. I think these, Chanel and Sanborn are both some of the best linebackers in the country and they're playing like it on a weekly basis. Um, Sanborn had nine tackles, Chanel had seven, and then a bunch of other players got involved as well. Um, Fion Hicks had four solo tackles, and five total, the cornerback. So the secondary, they were, they gave up only 112 passing yards, but they were making tackles and they needed to, to limit yards after the catch. Yeah, um, Caesar Williams with the pick six, the first pick six since 2019 for the Badgers defense. Um, definitely on this winning streak, one of the key things has been that they're turning, forcing turnovers a lot more on defense, and the offense has been really limiting their turnovers compared to the start of the season when Grammers was tossing interceptions against Penn State, Notre Dame, um, 
yeah, turnover differential has definitely been one of the biggest parts of this winning streak. I was also impressed um, towards the end of the game when it was definitely a blowout, but Hunter Wohler, who's a true freshman, um, roommates with Braylon Allen. He's a safety from Wisconsin, one of the um, bigger recruits that they had in the last recruiting class, but he had a really impressive game, um, forcing a ton of tackles. I think he had six total tackles, which was second most on the team, I believe. Yeah, somewhere around there. And, yeah, he was really impressive to me as well. Um, so, looking forward to Northwestern. What stands out to you with this matchup coming home to Camp Randall? Um, it should be a shoe-in victory for the Badgers. Northwestern is 3-6, and six and they're near the bottom of the Big Ten in yards per, yards per game and points in offense and defense. They're, they've not played well this year. Um, in the past, they've put up a decent fight against Wisconsin, but – their team, this is one of the worst teams they've had in recent years, and it should be more of the same for the Badgers. Maybe not 52-3 to type victory, but should be a pretty easy win. Yeah, last year when they had won the Big Ten West and um, had really put things together on the defensive side, had really good play from inside linebackers. This year has definitely um, been a huge step back for Northwestern. Um, they did play a close game last weekend against Iowa, I believe. It was 17-12, to so that is standard kind of Northwestern football with those low scoring, ugly games and no game against Northwestern Wisconsin has ever felt very normal. It's always been so many turnovers teams don't score over 20 points. So I definitely think it will it'll be, um, they should win this game given what we've seen from them over the past um, five weeks of football where they've put together this incredible winning streak, but um, Northwestern has, has always posed challenge for this Wisconsin program. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Looking forward to the rest of the Wisconsin schedule after Northwestern. They're going to play Nebraska. Um, and then after that, they'll wrap up the season with a game in Minnesota. What are you thinking about for the rest of the schedule? Do you think the Badgers can win out? Well, I think obviously the key for the Badgers offense is the rushing game, and the schedule lines up nicely to incorporate these other running backs and getting them into the, group, the swing of things. Northwestern is worse than the Big Ten. They've allowed 224 rushing yards a game. So there should be plenty of opportunities this Saturday for Davis and other backs to get involved and get comfortable in the offense. And then moving on to Nebraska, they're eighth in the conference. They have a lot 132 yards per game on the ground. So that'll be a bit more of a challenge. And then the final game against Minnesota, they're a more formidable rushing defense. So hopefully by then these other backs will be acclimated and that will give us other, give the Badgers other options besides Allen to attack these defenses. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think the schedule coming up is much more favorable for them to kind of figure out this rushing attack, um, especially if they are able to win out and um, make it to the Big Ten championship game, which is definitely kind of seeming seeming much more possible than it did um, five games ago when they were one and three and people were talking about maybe Paul Chris should be gone. Maybe they should make a coaching change. Maybe they should promote Jim Leonard since he's doing just such a great job on the defense, but they've really turned the season around and um, are giving themselves a chance to be right back into the mix for the Big Ten West and um, the Big Ten Championship as a whole. I think that if they get a favorable matchup there, um, if it's Ohio State, I, again, would not um, like Wisconsin's chance in that game. And But Michigan, they, Wisconsin played earlier in the game and earlier in the year, and even though that game was a blowout, um, we saw that teams kind of match up pretty well, and Grammarich was able to – put together a string of drives towards the end of towards the middle of that game before you got injured. And um, they seem pretty similar kind of teams and um, Michigan state again, who I think is just is um, 
even though they beat Michigan, I think they're slightly worse football team. So I would like Wisconsin chances if they would make it into the Big Ten championship to um, make a run of a Big Ten title. So, yeah. Any other thoughts on um, Wisconsin's – the rest of Wisconsin's season? Um, yeah, I mean, the Minnesota matchup is slightly less intriguing now that Minnesota lost last weekend. But it'll most likely, assuming Minnesota wins the next two games, it'll still be winner of that game, goes to the championship game. So the stakes for that haven't changed much. Um, Minnesota is still a very solid team all around despite losing that game. So it's assuming good health for both teams between now and then. It should be a great matchup. Um, Thanksgiving weekend, it's only a few weekends away. So Badgers just take care of business against Northwestern and Nebraska and head to Minnesota. Yeah, we will see what happens um, this weekend with Wisconsin coming home to Camp Randall. Um, Northwestern Wildcats from will be traveling up towards into Wisconsin, and we will see that matchup at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Justin, thanks for the great conversation. Of course. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Cardinal Sports Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week when we recap the Northwestern game and look ahead to the game against Nebraska. We will also be interviewing sports editor Laura Klein about the Wisconsin women's volleyball team.